Hi, good morning, everyone. Today, I want to talk about coffee. I was in the, well, coffee and business. I was in the coffee shop, and I was talking to my favorite barista there. This coffee shop is in Philadelphia. It's called Founded Coffee and Pizza. So what I really appreciate about this little business is they sell coffee and pizza. And I can go pick up some really delicious coffee and a pizza for my kids at the same time when I don't feel like cooking. And um, I was, but I was at the cafe and I was talking to Lucio and he's my barista. And I was telling him that I uh, ran out of the French press grind that I had picked up about a week or so prior. And so French press is, is just a delicious way to drink coffee. And I t- explained to him that I think the reason why I'd run out a little earlier than anticipated was because my husband may have mixed it with our drip coffee. So I have an espresso grind and, and a French press grind. And he puts them together sometimes and he uses them in our drip machine. So sometimes he just does this because it's quicker for him and he likes the blends together. And I think that's how come I had run out of coffee so much faster. Uh, So anyway, Lucio had asked what type of filter he used for the coffee. And I said it was a paper filter. And he proceeded to tell me uh, about, explain to me the difference between paper filter and metal filter. And he goes, you know, a paper filter absorbs oil. And if he would have used it in a metal filter, this is why French presses um, and the the Chimex tend to lend themselves to a better flavor, from my understanding, because they are metal filters. And metal filters don't absorb oil the way the paper filters do. And I was like, oh, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> so it's a really undiluted coffee at the end. At the whole point of this is when you use, when you brew your coffee and you, you're not using a paper filter, you're getting a nice and undiluted taste. And um, it, it struck me because, and there's a point to this, and it struck me because um, when I started this podcast, I brought on... Um, I brought someone on to assist me with it. And when we bring on business partners and assistants, you need to really vet them. Um, Primarily because this is someone who's supposed to be picking up your slack. And if they're not, they're like almost like a paper filter. You know, they are, they are diluting your, your brand. They can potentially dilute your brand. You know, you're not getting the full punch. Your, your, your audience, your readers, your clients, they're not getting the full punch of what you have created or what you would like to create within this business. Um, When I looked at my audio, my podcast recordings, I realized that the last time I had published was the 24th or no, July. It's been 24 days. And I'm thinking, wow, that's a really long time. And part of that needs to be, I need to take responsibility for that. But, um, and there's a lot of backstory that I'm not going to share. But uh, it made me realize that I need to really be more selective with the people that I bring into the business. Uh, Just because, you know, through no fault of their own, they have lives as well. And I need to start vetting them and be more selective in the vetting process because because of that. Um, And it's, you know, I feel like it's a coffee, (laughs) like a coffee, the coffee brewing process. You need to 
make sure that although they have other commitments that they are able to bring forth their best, the best of themselves, in a, especially in a partnership, because then their business is dilute, gets diluted because they're overstressed, they're overworked, and your business is not performing the way it should. And then you get a little bit, then, then there's just discord. Um, so, <clears throat> excuse me, that's some good coffee. So, I just want to, so my point for today's podcast is that, um, how do you go, or my question I should say is, how do you go about vetting people within your business? I don't ever see things, I rarely see things as mistakes. I always look at them as learning processes. Um, I think I am really lucky in regards to people that I brought on, they, you know, they haven't been huge mistakes, like financial mistakes. Uh, they have been more, I guess, time consuming. And I just, they're just lessons learned. And although this podcast is, is still in its infancy, where we can uh, really just pick up where we left off and, and uh, just really change its format. Um, I think I, I'm grateful for that. You know, so my question is this, how have you, what have you learned through the selection of bringing on a business partner and associate? What mistakes have, have you made? What lessons have you learned? What have, what lessons can you share with us? I would love to hear that. Um, and where do you see your business now as a result? You know, have, has it changed much? Um, were you able to kind of rescue that process and just keep it moving? Um, I'm anxious to hear. I'm excited to hear what you have to say. Uh, I think I will be just picking up where I left off and going from there and just keeping it moving. Um, school's getting ready to start in about a month, so I just need to kind of get through the next 30 days and I can really get back on um, a schedule with podcasts. It'll be, it'll be, um, not, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> it's not going to be a month before the next recording comes out, but uh, with scheduling consistent recordings with more guests and things like that. So that's where we're at here. I just wanted to pop in really fast and touch base and share what has been going on behind the scenes with Lattes and Lenses. Um, and go from there. I hope you guys have a great day. I look forward to your comments. Have a um, and seeing where we can go. If you have any ideas um, that we can share as far as topics for the upcoming um, episodes, leave me a comment. All right. Have a great day. Bye.